millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys so much for coming back to Crushing It. I'm your host, Robert, and... This is a podcast where I get to do what I love to do, and that's talk to my friends about crushing. Not only will we get to know how they crush, we'll get to know who they're crushing on, their first crush, their celebrity crush, and we'll play a lot of fun games in between. This week we have Edgar Montplazier. He is one of the hosts of the amazing podcast, Culture Kings. He's an improviser here at UCBLA. He's on a Herald team. Not only that, he's a writer, you guys, so get on him now. Edgar keeps it really real, and I really think that you guys are going to appreciate that. That's a lot of reals. <laughs> but, guys, other than that, do us a favor. Follow us at Crushing It Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Crushing It at R-A-H-H-B-U-R-T. Shout out to the dogs in the background. And do me a favor. Like, subscribe, comment, rate, review, share with a friend. Other than that, let's just get to this episode. <laughs> I got a crush on you. 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 Alright, so the BuzzFeed quiz I picked was uh, which Disney character are you based on your favorite foods? Oh my god, and who am I? Ah, uh, you got Flynn Rider. Who's that? He's from Tangled. I didn't watch the movie. From Tangled? Yeah. Uh, I've never watched that. The guy, guy, right? Yeah. So he's, he's the main dude? Oh, uh, come on. I get this on. basic ass white dude. But wait, the reasoning is <laughs> yeah. you're humorous and you have a good attitude, but you have a little evil in you. Yeah, that's true. That's a good... I, but I would say that I'm evil and I have a little good in me. Thank you so much, Edgar, for doing this. Of course. Anytime, man. Thank I know you. we've been trying to make this happen for a couple of weeks. I apologize for the craziness of my schedule. Uh, it's very simple. You know, I'll wake up and then I'll be like, man, you know, I don't feel like doing anything. And I'll just go back to sleep and then I'll be like, oh, shit, I had shit to do. Like, I didn't have the option to just kick shit off like that. No, it, like, it, I totally get it, though. Like, you're so, so fucking busy anyways. No, you're no, doing so much shit. No, that's too kind. Come on. Not true. You're a comedian. Yes. You're one half of Culture Kings podcast. That is true. You uh, directed and created Sad Boy Edgar. That is true. Uh, you're on Leroy, the UCB Herald team. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're a writer. You're mm-hmm. writing big things that are coming out. Yeah, some things, some things coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of things coming out. But yeah, I mean, look, I'm still just like a regular person. I play video games in my boxers. I uh, order f- Domino's more than I should. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a human being. But you like the simple things. I do like simple things. Yeah. it's it's uh, it's quite depressing how little class I have. But that <laughs> that probably makes you a better writer, though. I think so. I uh, like I was watching. <laughs> I was watching uh, 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 Kimia. You know Kimia Bapornia. Yeah. She is on this NBC show called Abby's, and it's like a multicam sitcom. So it's not like you know very heady and like very snappy and you know, like you know like the shows that everyone's liking nowadays. It's very straightforward, like Just '90s com- type sitcom. Yeah. And there's a character on it who's supposed to be like this older guy at the bar. 
and that nigga was cracking me up. Like I was just dying <laughs> laughing at the jokes, and Oscar was just like, "Jesus Christ, Edgar, why are you laughing so hard?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. This dude's the everyday man." And like that's kind of what I really like about it is, I, I like, I don't know. I mean, of course, my dream is to be looked at and be like, "Ooh, he's so smart, he's so clever." But then sometimes it's the really it's, simple shit that just gets me laughing. It's just so like sometimes just that dumb shit just like gets yeah. you. Because it's just it's it's right there. Like. Absolutely, and and I do like the simple things. You know what I mean? Like I do like a cheeseburger. I do like Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I but, get emotional for a good Star Spangled Banner at a baseball game. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I do like that shit. You're an all American kind of guy. I really am. Even <laughs> yeah. though I'm the son of an immigrant, I, I two immigrants. I am like a little bit of all American. Like I do like that stuff. Yeah, like that's. Like you like you like simple jokes and yep. you like Star Spangled Banner. I like Star Spangled Banner. I, lo- I love my country. I love my country. And I love cheeseburger. I if I see a soldier, I will say thank you for your service. I will say yeah. that to them, just because it makes me feel like heck yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's the and that's what Buzzfeed the Buzzfeed quiz saw on you. It did see that. It did see you're that. You're the good. I am a little okay. bit of evil. Yeah, a little bit of good. A little bit of evil. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I, you got you convinced me, Robert. You convinced me. <laughs> All right, Edgar. Thank you. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Um. So say I know you are with somebody right now. I am. But say uh say you weren't or before. Mm-hmm. If your crush was in the room, how do you act? Okay, for sure. Bet. I uh uh two there's two options. The first option is I just ignore them flat out and I don't talk to them, I avoid them, but I'm talking about them to somebody else the whole time. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like it'll yeah. probably be my girl Janine, and we'll just like talk the whole time being like yo this yo then then she'd be like go talk to her and i'd be like nah i prefer just talking to you about it or i go up to the person and i just be hella annoying like i just like be like i I, I, like i make fun of what they're wearing or like i just keep asking them a bunch of questions and stuff like that and i'm just being annoying to them to the point where it's like leave me alone and then i could like justify how bad i feel inside yeah, because you because they rejected you so exactly like, exactly because I want to be in control of the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I did that. It ended the way you knew. It was exactly, end. exactly. You would end like this. Exactly, and but, I've been that way since high school. Like, I haven't changed. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I've never, I've never been the kind of guy to like go up to somebody and say something. Yeah. Okay. I spit game. I've never spat game in my life. <laughs> but but like but like. Uh, do you remember like your first instance of like just being annoying like to a girl like maybe like yeah in high school? <laughs> it was in middle school I was afraid of rejection so I said I'm gonna go up to every girl and ask them out in my class and I did it knowing that they would say no and I think maybe there's like a little bit of me that's like one will say yes but yeah. no one fucking did <laughs> no one did not the ugly girl not the hot girl <laughs> man not even you know the girl on with nobody said nobody said yes. And I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And, like, I think that was me trying to justify, like, how rejected I felt. You know what yeah. I mean? But, yeah, I did it. And it didn't make me feel any better. <laughs> That's still bold as fuck, though, to yeah, do I that. Like, I was like, will you go out with me? No. Will you go out? Literally every single girl in the class. Were they, like, lined up? <laughs> nah, it was, like, at recess. Like, I, like, so not only that, but I, like, stopped them from playing. And it was just like, <laughs> yo, can you, like, will you go out with me? And they just really did not want to do it. <laughs> they just go, no, and just start playing tetherball. Like. Yeah, they just, like, hit this nigga. Get him out of here. <laughs> Uh, oh that's so good and like i like that that's so crazy how it's been like that since you were young yeah since i was young i remember in high school there was this girl that i really liked and i thought she kind of liked me she was this girl from mexico a fresa as we call them uh she was very high class and fancy and i kept talking to her talking to her talking to her we were watching a volleyball game and at one point in spanish she was just like how do i make you shut up and then I was like, damn, <laughs> but that was me. Like, I just yeah. like, I was like, I'm gonna keep annoying her and get her attention as much as I can. But then she was like, how do I make you? She said it in Spanish, how do I make you shut up? And I was like, damn, that, that fucking hurt my feelings. But she was right. Like, I didn't shut up. We could have just watched a volleyball, volleyball game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But also, I, I got, was it also kind of like you like just throwing things at the wall to see what would to stick? To see what would like, stick, man. Like, to see like, if I could like say that one thing that would make her be like, I'm gonna sleep with this man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, before her, do you remember any, like, your first crush? My first crush ever was this girl named Cassandra Pierre-Louis, because uh, I'm, I'm Haitian. I went to an all-Haitian church, and there was this girl named Cassandra, and I had the biggest crush on her. But then again, I never talked to her. And I would send my brother to go talk to her. So I have a very interesting relationship with my brother where a lot of people assume he's the older one because yeah. he's more outgoing and stuff like that. Like, you know Kingsley and Cali, right? Yeah. Me and my brother have that dynamic, and my brother is Callie, and I'm okay. Kingsley. 
So I don't know if that, how that, if you could even imagine me being like Kingsley, but growing up, I was very <laughs> much so like Kingsley. Yeah. He's like someone who's very quiet and doesn't speak many words. He and, is just like a genuine, like, 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 so, like, soft soul that you just want to keep, like, yes. in a case, like, keep in a you case. precious. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's like, and I mean, look, all right, I'm going to say a word that's not PC. So everybody just ride with me, okay? All right. But this on. is how people would treat me. Like, I, I was telling this to Anna, and people, like, my mom would be like, oh, hey. Like, they would come to my mom. They'd be like, oh, can Jonathan, that's my brother's name. They'd be like, can Jonathan join, like, the Bible Bowl team, or can he come on this trip? Yeah. And my mom would be like, of course, of course. Can Edgar go with them? And, my, and then they'd kind of, they'd go, well, you know, he's retarded, right? Like, he's, he's, uh, he's retarded, right? And then my mom would be like, no, 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 he's fine. Like, she had to, yeah. like, beg people for me to hang out with them and stuff like that. So I think that always created this inferiority, com- inferiority complex between me and my brother, where, like, he was the outgoing one that everyone always wanted to hang out with, even though I'm older than him. But I was, like, a little bit under, and, like, I was kind of like the tag-along. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, yes, yeah, so I can see where that can create that dynamic mm-hmm. of kind of, like, you're the little brother. He's, like, yes. just... Can I yeah. go with you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even though I'm 15 months older than him, but it's crazy though. He, I would all send him to talk to girls for me, or later. But then it changed in high school to where like my cousin moved in with us mm-hmm. in a kind of like a fresh Prince of Bel Air situation, and he was just like hella cool and stuff like that. And he kind of like forced me to like talk to girls and stuff like that. But still. I just wasn't as comfortable with it. That was cool though, because like you also like since you're like you say like your brother was more charismatic and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you just threw him out. Hey, like can you talk to her for me? Like yeah, like, you'll have a better chance with her for me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, he didn't like doing it, and you know <laughs> he would just take the girl for himself because that's the right that's the right move. Why would you? Why would you spit game for somebody else? <laughs> he, he like, also, like, he is bigging you up here, but she's like, I don't want to talk to him. Can I talk to you? Yeah, exactly. And that would happen every single time. Fuck. But, I mean, I, it taught me, like, I had to be self-sufficient. And, like, you know, uh, the, what was hard is me and my brother both went to private school and we went to small private school, yeah. which means that we were in the same class. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I could, like, be in a class by myself and, like, talk to a girl. Through up until my sophomore year of high school, when I finally went to public school, my brother and I were literally in the same classroom, fourth grade to sophomore year, because he skipped the third grade. So it was like, so like you couldn't even like get away to where you're your own nah, person at nah, any point in time. Now nah, people started calling me Jonathan's brother, even though they had known me before. They still were like, "Oh, that's Jonathan's brother." Be like, "Nigga, I was in third grade with you. Like, <laughs> you remember? I was my own person." But that's how cool he was, and how cool I was not. Um, do you have any other crushes uh, like after? Yeah, yeah. The big one that I really remember that it kind of shaped my life was Marche Tate. She was the tallest girl in class, tallest person in class at one point. Uh, light skin. What grade? Uh, this she probably came into my classroom. I want to say fifth or sixth grade. Her dad became the basketball coach at our school. He was like about to go pro, blew out his knee. This girl was fine, man. Like, this is, like, the light-skinned girl that you would put in a movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where it's, like, everybody in this movie is dark, but for some reason you got to get, like, this fine, light-skinned yeah. girl to be the lead girl. And then I remember I was feeling myself, and on Valentine's Day I got her all these roses. I got her her favorite candy, Blow Pops, and I wrote her a poem on word art off of Microsoft yes. Word, and she read it to everybody. <gasps> Read it to everybody, but uh, deservedly so, bro. What the no. fuck? What was I thinking? <laughs> no, though. Like, no, no. Don't say deservedly so. Deservedly so, no. bro. Deservedly. You wrote her this. You, <laughs> oh, you wrote you. this masterpiece <laughs> on word art, and I can see the words. Like, just you know how like they explode out. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's exactly what it looked like, bro. I, I think you could put like lightning as like the background on the paper. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was probably so mad he tried to print something. Like, what the fuck? Where all the ink go? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, she read that shit to everybody and i remember this girl like keisha just came out the bathroom just laughing ah look what edgar wrote look what edgar see people don't know this about me because i know how i talk now uh especially on my podcast and shit like that like this nigga tried to come at me on twitter was just like oh jakees is the hood one edgar's like the and i'm like y'all don't know where i'm from like where i'm from was I went to a very black school in middle school, and like you would get roasted. Like these kids were ruthless. Was the middle school? Was this in uh, New York or was it this Houston, was in New York. Texas? This was in New York. So I would get roasted on a daily. So when I did this, they this girl Keisha lit me up, man. Everybody came and started taking the letter and just reading it. 
it was rough. It was rough, and I had to, like, transition after that. You know what I mean? I had to transition from being a romantic prospect to being a girl's best friend. Yeah, so you you were real introspectively. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I changed, and then I was like, okay, I can't ever be the girl that somebody likes, but I can be the girl that somebody trusts. Like, you know, or like yeah. the, the person the guy, that somebody yeah, trusts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no girl's ever going to like me, but they can trust me. So then I started becoming that dude where I would like hang out with the girls at recess and they'd tell me all their secrets and the guys they liked. And then I thought that that was going to be my route in, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it was not. No, you just stayed in that friend zone? I stayed in that friend zone hard. And I understand the friend zone is problematic, but that, I'm telling you, that's yeah, where I yeah. lived. That's where I, mean, I lived. But, I, but at the time, that's what it was. 100%. Yeah, before, like, you know, we knew how problematic it is. Yeah, that's what it was. So like in, in middle school and even in freshman year of high school, uh, I was that dude for a lot of girls uh, where I would like, you know, they'd be like, John is cheating on me. I know it. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You deserve a guy who's like this. You deserve a guy. And I'm just describing myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, you deserve a guy whose parents are Haitian and you know lives on Valentine Lane. That's the kind of guy you deserve. She's like, you right. You right. I do deserve that kind of guy. And then, you know, I'd be feeling all good. And the next day I go to school and be like, you know, John apologized. <laughs> He's going to buy my lunch. So we're dating again. I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> you had that letter in your back pocket that you about to confess yeah, about your to love. Go. I had yeah, the, the blow word pops. art. Yeah, I had the blow pops. I had the word art. I had everything on deck, and it didn't even matter. So that shit would really hurt me. Uh, when you got to high school, did you have any like uh, girlfriends or any other crushes or no? So I finally got a girlfriend in high school. Uh, I dated this girl named Donnell for a week. Uh, and she broke up with me because she was afraid her parents would find out. So I don't really count that relationship as my first. All my friends count that relationship as my first because she was the only black girl in my high school. Uh, so they're just like, that was your first love. But my first girlfriend really was uh, this girl named Molly. And how we met was, well, I mean, I dated this girl named Estrella too. But I also was like doing that so my friend Domingo could hook up with this girl. Again, I was a follower. But this girl named Molly, right? And this kind of... I think Molly defines how I start relationships, mm -hmm. which is the girl sometimes makes the first move uh, in a lot of my relationships, which I don't know if that says anything about me. I don't know if you're a therapist, Robert, but you can analyze that later if you'd like. But I was just walking down the hallway, and then this girl I'd never talked to before, never seen this again. I'm in public school at this point. Walks up to me and gives me a Superman notebook. And then I open it. She just gives it to me, walks away. I open it, and it just says, hi. And I remember, like, all day, I'm like, you know, what the fuck do I do with this? Like, you know, this is random. So I just wrote, hello, and then I found her, and I gave it back to her. And we talked like that for, like, two, three weeks. We would never said a word to each other. We yeah. only talked via this notebook. And then she, and then I asked her out, and she became my first girlfriend. I think that says a lot, though, too, because uh, I think you felt secure. Like, I'm not a therapist at all. No, like, yeah. But, like, that security of, like, oh, shit, like, this is my aunt. Like, my aunt, yes. she opened the door. She opened the door. She knows that, like, she's interested. So, like, now I can kind of, like, you know, ease into this. Yeah. And, and I've never, and I'm, I'm still not, I'm still, like, to a fault. Like, Anna will call me out. That's my girlfriend, Anna. She will call me out on it all the time where she'll be like, you know, like, make a move. Like, you know, to, I'm like, but I still wait for that first move because I feel like that's how I've been trained like you know what I'm saying like because that's how I that's the first relationship at least successful relationship I was ever in was that person was just like even even Estrella she like was just like I she told my friend hey I like him and then my friend was just like oh I like her friend so go date her and I was like okay and so like even that like that's just how it's been is that person has made that first move and it's been like that pretty consistently yeah, I think it's a lot easier because I like I know like from like just my like circumstances like just thinking, knowing that like you're secure like you have an in you know what I'm saying it's yeah, comfortable yeah. you know that rejection is not gonna happen you're exactly. not gonna walk up to all those girls in middle school or elementary school and go will and, you go out with me and they say no, no. absolutely absolutely they kind of ask will you go out with me first you like yeah yeah I'll even give you the download bro like with Anna like she hit me up like you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. and like I. I was just like, I even called my friend Janine and I was just like, there's no way. And she's like, you got to go. And I, I went, she texted me at one thirty in the morning and was just like, I mean, maybe come over. What's that mean, Robert? <laughs> that means moves. 
Your boy still didn't believe. I went over there and I sat on the opposite side of the room of her and was just like, oh, yeah, you want to hang out? You want to get drinks? And she's looking at me like, what is this nigga doing? I just texted you at 1.30 in the morning to come through. And you still, that's just the kind of person that I am. Yeah, you like, you left your chastity belt. You left the key to your chastity belt at home. Yeah, like, I was, was going like, to this. This is going to be a quick drink. I'm going to go right back. Yeah. I'm going to call Uber and go right back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like I like that because like it's it really does show kind of from how you first started talking to like people mm-hmm. and like just from like that rejection like you set up yourself I'm yeah. like was that just uh that whole would you go with me no would you go with me? no but like the second the girl goes hey will you go out with me now you're like you feel more comfortable to open up yes and you're always waiting for that yes before you move, like you one hundred percent one hundred percent I love that like that's I just like because I like seeing how people like crush now yeah to like because uh, it, it, it has a lot to do with like when they were younger yes 100 percent. thank you for being so open and honest, hey, man, I, that's that's the kind of person that i've always been bro all right so we're gonna take a quick break right here and then we'll come back right all now. right sounds good do you stalk your crush's social media but ignore them in person is it difficult for you to talk to your crush in a one-to-one setting can you pull down a comprehensive background check just from seeing them at a party do you enjoy working with dna samples then we need you. Crush Research Team. For more information, send us your resume with subject line, Team Crush. Hey, y'all, my name is Melinda Baker. I'm Melinda Baker with Defense Attorneys at Law. Hey, child, you got a restraining order because you was crushing somebody too hard and they said you can't come to the family picnic no more? Don't worry about it. I'm Melinda, attorney at law. I'll get you off. Child, you just love him. Ain't nothing wrong with showing up at his wedding and telling him he can't get married. You're just crushing him. Oh, yes, child, Melinda at law. I'm located on Crinch, y'all. You'll look me up at blah, 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 something Crinch, y'all. <laughs> Off a code crushing at 69224. Bring it in and Melinda will get you a peach cobbler as well, child. <laughs> you ain't nothing wrong with you. You ain't crazy. You just crushing. <laughs> hey, guys, we are back with Edgar Montplacier. Oh, thank you so much. Fucking Edgar, thank you so much for being here. I'm still so fucking happy to have you. Oh, of course, man. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. We uh we just talked about uh, your first crush mm-hmm. and uh, some of your uh, gr- crushes growing up. But do you have any celebrity crushes? Now this is this is past or current. Both. I want to know all. Well, my first celebrity crush ever would be Fran Drescher from The Nanny. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know everyone always laughs when I say that, but I'll be so for real. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's part the voice and it's part just how she looked. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it's it's all of it. Uh. I, that was my first crush. At, I mean, look at her, bro. She's fucking. Yeah. Fun. And the outfit she would wear, I'll be like, God damn. Like, I don't know. She's yeah, she fine. was making fashion statements too. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And you know, she was she's a true New Yorker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's showing skin a lot in a lot of them too. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then like she would wear, she'd wear stockings, which I'm not gonna front. It's a thing for me. Like I think stockings are hella <laughs> sexy. I don't know why I do, but I do. I'm like, oh, those are, and I think that kind of came from her. Um, hold on. I gotta look up this person's name because I only know her as Molly from Insecure. <laughs> but um, what is her name? I want to say it's like Yvonne. Uh, yeah, Yvonne. Uh, or- Orgy. There you go. Woof. That is a big time crush of mine. Yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of plays into the fact of she low key like the the one with the stink attitude on the show. <laughs> Uh, and that is a very attractive quality. Is to it me. the character that you're attracted, or do you think, is it more of uh, the actress? It's. I mean, it's the looks, but it's also that at, like you can even see it in the pictures. Yeah. Like <laughs> that she has it. Like you know, like she's the one who's like a stick in the mud a little bit. That was always the girl. Like if it was like a group of girls, the one who's like a stick in the mud or kind of mean or something like that was the person I was very attracted to. Yeah, that, I for, totally forgot to ask this. Edgar, do you have a type? I do have a type. What's your type? I just I just told you, man. Yeah, so mean, a- mean Geminis. Uh, <laughs> it's true. 100% true. Uh, very mean Geminis is my type. Uh, I just don't know why. I don't know where it came. Well, I think it came from the whole being rejected thing. I've kind of like built it in where I'm just like, that's what love is. is like someone not liking you. Uh, uh, and like, uh, but I really am... The Gemini thing is something that I, I'm ashamed to talk about, but it, there's a, a, quite a lot of my exes that are all born the same week. Whoa. In June, and that's all I'll say. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Mean Geminis is my type, for real. Also, like, I, don't, like, I don't even, like, 
I don't mean to like put this on you. I don't even think like me. I think it's like like you like assertive. Like somebody's just gonna tell you like yeah. their mind. Yeah, they're gonna tell me their mind. Yeah, I do like assertive. I do like assertive. But these girls are mean, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're mean. Anna Salinas is a mean person. She's very mean. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you guys around, and she doesn't look mean just from, from the outside in. So I can only imagine. Just look how she talk about me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard her on your podcast. Before. Yeah, she's very mean to me. <laughs> Every time she's on the podcast, the, the title of the episode is "Anna Drags Edgar." <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, so yeah, so Fran Drescher, Yvonne Orji, do you have any like a ch- other than Fran and as uh, like childhood crushes? Or do you? Have- yeah, childhood crushes. I mean, I really like Kyla Pratt. Yeah, of course. I mean, but everybody did. One that I always get made fun of was Liberty on Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I really like Liberty on Degrassi. She was a nerdy black girl. Uh, I also like I like nerds. That's another thing is like Anna always makes fun of me. She says mousy brunettes, but I don't I don't agree with that. I just think that they're nerdy. Um, another another Liberty girl that I liked nerd. was um, <laughs> look at her rope. She nerdy as hell. But then she, she blew like, up. I did she, not like glow up her. You didn't like glow no, up her? No, bro. I was like, put them glasses on, mess up that hair. Don't brush your hair. That's why I like you. You don't brush your hair. Uh, um, um, oh, do y'all ever watch uh, Zoe 101? Uh, I did not watch it. I had a okay. friend who was on it. The nerd, You had a friend who was on it? That's crazy. Uh, I like the nerdy girl from Zoe 101. Click on, the, click on that cast picture right there. Yeah, hold on. I'll show you her. Oh, damn. She's not even respected enough to be in that cast picture. <laughs> but she's a nerd. What's her name? Wait, click on that bottom one. Oh, she might be in that. Like... Yeah, that that girl. Michael Quinn. 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 Look up Quinn from Zoe 101. That's, that girl was a big crush on mine. And also Ren from uh, Even Stevens. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, Ren. Yeah, Ren yeah, I think she fine, A bro. lot of people had a crush on Ren. But she also mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, smart. She's smart, yeah. That's what I'm telling you, bro. And she's brunette. Uh, so, Anna, there's a little bit of truth in what Anna's saying. I can see the mousy brunette. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. But I've dated all, I mean, I've dated all kind of people. You know what I'm saying? That's so. I've, the the thing uh, a lot of people accuse me of dating mostly white women, and I don't agree with that. The thing I've dated more than anything in my life is Latina girls. Okay, I mean because you are from uh, you you. I went to high school in Texas. Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but everyone wants to say, "Oh, you date white girls." I'm like, that's not true. White passing. A couple, <laughs> a couple have been. Anna is white passing, but I dated another person who isn't white passing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean you like it all. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, so, Edgar, so uh, how did you and Anna meet? Like, other like after the, the text message. Yeah, well, that's not. I mean, we met. Well, she thinks that we met because she saw when I used to be doing stand up, she saw a set of mine, and she also had like maybe an improv set or something, and she was like, "Oh, good set," and I was just like, "Oh, thank you." I don't remember this at all. I don't think that that's true, but we just ran in the same circles, um, and then she joined this team that I had just left called the interns, which she's still on. Mm-hmm. And I have rejoined now to like help them host TNT. Um, and then like I had just released a short film about depression that I was very proud of. And she saw it was very complimentary of it. So then I was like, Oh, like we should work on this project together. Like, I think that would be really tight as if we worked on this project together. And then we did. And it was a project about a couple going through depression and we worked on that project for like a year. And then at some point, we just started dating. Like after a year of working on that project. Not not any kind of romantic thing, not any kind of relationship thing. But I think working through that together kind of like drew us to each other. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was in a relationship when we started working on it. And I went through a couple of relationships while we were working on it. But yeah, it was kind of crazy to like work on this project about this couple going through depression and then become this couple that is going through depression together. What do you um what do you like most about Anna? Well, I mean the easiest answer would be like her creativity. That's the easy answer, but truly do you wanna like about Anna is like there's these like brief moments where she just shows her hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think of dating Anna kinda like playing a poker game where like everyone's like trying to bullshit each other and try to play tough and stuff like that and i think it's because you know neither of us want to seem soft but there's these like brief little moments Mm -hmm. like uh uh oh man maybe i shouldn't tell this story i mean fuck it uh uh uh, 
this is a this it's is whatever a, you want to share. All right, I wonder if I'm gonna get in trouble if I tell this story. It's such a good example of what I'm talking about. All right, I'm gonna tell the story, and you know whatever happens, happens, bro. But so it was like one time I was supposed to like get Plan B, right? And I completely forgot. And this is like oh, such a fucked up story to tell. But I'm gonna tell it anyways. Uh, I was supposed to get Plan B, and I forgot to get it. And then like I was just like, you know, you need to remember to get it. And I was like two, three days, and I was like, oh shit, you're right. It was like two in the morning. We were about to fall asleep, and she reminded me. And I got up and I started putting on my pants, and I was like getting ready to run. And then she went. Why are you running? And I was like, well, I need to get this plan B. I'm not trying to get stuck with no baby. And then she was like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd think that you were stuck if you had a baby with me? And like, I looked at her and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. what are you talking Like, yeah. But then like, you could see in that moment a crack of like, you know what I mean? Like, of her caring about this on a deeper level of just what I was thinking about. Yeah. And that's very rare with her because she plays tough all the time. So to see that split little moment, that's one of my favorite things about her is like that crack of vulnerability that like peeks through sometimes. Yeah. So both of you guys like hold your cards like clo- like yeah. real close. Like, but then when you get a glimpse of it and you're just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, like, and it'll happen like randomly. Like, you know what I mean? Like it'll happen like in the, in the morning because like she really likes her personal space in the morning like when she wakes up she has like this whole routine that she needs to do by herself so some mornings i'll beat her to it where i'll be like oh, i'm gonna start leaving and then she'll turn she'll be like you're leaving already and i'm like yeah you gonna like start yelling at me if i don't leave in a minute but like those brief moments that's one of my favorite things about her yeah it's it's also that like um i love that reassurance of like no like i care i want I you do here care. yeah, yeah. Like, this 100%. is 100 percent like it's not just that whole like shut up Edgar like you know yeah. like that like just like play even nagging. though that turns me on <laughs> uh, but yeah no one hundred percent like uh is um but that Plan B thing I want to be on the record that I was one hundred percent right and Anna was tripping what the hell of course I'm gonna get that shit I'm a young ass man <laughs> I'm a young ass man bro I could love you forever don't mean I'm trying to. Lose my life. And whoever has children, that don't mean y'all lost y'all lives, but y'all kind of lost y'all lives. I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I, I am a heavy believer in plan B. If you know, if you, if you don't want one right now or can't take care of one right now, yeah. then yeah. I can't take care of myself. I can't feed my baby McDonald's. I mean, her body, her choice. Exactly. No, Ed, uh, Edgar, uh, do you remember, what's the best date you've ever been on? Best date I've ever been on was with Anna. And that's not me just like talking shit because- we're in a relationship that's being 100 percent for real one time she was just like yo let's just like put our money together and go to joshua tree and this and i call it a date because we had only been together for like two weeks at this point i went to this place in joshua tree called hicksville everyone should check it out it's an airstream uh, uh trailer park where you like rent out a trailer mm-hmm. and you're like on this like campsite with like a pool and uh uh, uh bb gun shots and a grill and all this stuff and you just kind of like live outside of society for a little bit and that was like maybe our fourth or fifth time hanging out together as a couple and we did that for a weekend bro and it truly was magical where you like you stay on this you like cook food in the grill because that's like the only place you can really cook on it you like can hang out in the pool you can go to the jacuzzi there's like this really dope art like found art museum a little bit down the way from this place and it was like just chill to like be outside of society it was like the weekend when harold auditions were coming out so not this time but like the last time that's like so the like, best time to be out <laughs> yeah i was away from it yeah. all i didn't have that much service i only had wi-fi so it was good to like be away with somebody like yeah. that you know what i'm saying so that was probably the best day just like zone out yeah especially mm-hmm. like on like your first your like fourth like fourth day actually going out with somebody like or it's it, just you and that person yeah and like almost like no cell, like cell communication it's just yeah. us figuring out how we do us yeah. or how we fit it in a space by ourselves and it's a big jump it's yeah. a big jump for early on in that relationship but we had already known each other we were kind of friends so i think that's why we could do it i wouldn't recommend that with like a stranger i think if you did that with a stranger they'd probably uh think that you're trying to kill them uh if you're like yo you want to go to joshua tree this is a place with no cell phone service and <laughs> I'm like, uh, nah i'm good i just uh, wiped right on you four weeks ago yeah but it's i do think that's something that couples should do of like going away like anna's really big into that especially staycations mm-hmm. like we'll go to hotels a lot we're actually going to man speak of the goddamn devil <laughs> we actually going to uh idlewild um soon 
Like, you know what I'm saying? To do the other place that Hicksville has. Because they have one in Joshua mm-hmm. Tree. And they have one in Idlewild. And, like, that's just going to be, like, in the middle of the week. And I do recommend that for couples. Like, not just waiting for, like, the holidays or something. But if you do have, like, two to three days in the week, get a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Like, doing the line or the standard in downtown. Just do that for a couple of days and just live outside of how you normally live. Yeah, and it it keeps it spicy too. Like mm-hmm. I mean, because like now you're cohabitating in a different um, area. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like you're used to your apartment, her yeah. apartment, or and like, the routine that we run yeah. into there. But like, yeah, like you said, going somewhere else and flipping it up. Also, the standard is a hotel dedicated to fucking. The whole setup of the hotel is that people fuck. The, the second you walk into the standard, especially the one on Sunset, it's that swing. Yep. It's right there. Right there, bro. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, I was just like, this is insane that this hotel is like this. Like, the bathroom, the uh, the the sink is in the men's and women's bathroom. It's the same sink. So when you reach your hand in there, you're going to touch someone's hand on the other side. So it's like they're trying to get y'all to touch and feel each yeah. other. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. It's real, like, 60s mod, too. Yes. Like, Austin Powers, by who shagged me. Yes. Type. So you go in there, you start feeling randy. Yep. 100% bro start fucking that's what they want <laughs> what is the worst date you've ever been on so I thought about this and I don't know if this technically counts but this was like my only experience on tinder really where I went on tinder I, I, I linked it with this girl she swiped on me she messaged me first we were talking we had a good time I want to make that, <laughs> very, make that clear. very clear <laughs> very clear she messaged me first and then she said this is when I was living in Berkeley and she was like oh do you want to like come through and hang out at this spot and I was like cool and I went, and I sat there for two hours, bro. No no one shows up. And then she messaged me, and she says, I'm so sorry. I had some anxiety. I felt weird about it. And I said, no worries. It's all good. Like, don't worry about it. I totally get it. Internet dating is weird. Then she was like, can we try again? And I was like, sure. I went, different place. Again, two hours. Didn't show up. Same time. And then I messaged her and I said, look, I get it. It's kind of weird. I'm maybe not. And then she blocked me off of Tinder. What the fuck? And I was like, this is what, trash. What? I didn't even do nothing. I didn't even say nothing. The fact that you stayed two hours. I stayed there for two hours, bro, because I believed. I believed her. I believed her. I was just like, oh, she's running late. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. Hey. And also, this is that whole girl hitting you up first, too. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, I trust this. Yeah, she this hit is- me up first. God damn. Yeah, no, so that that, that kind of sucked. Did you have one other than this where it was just like a total? An actual date? Yeah, there was this one time this girl like low-key catfished me or she angled me. Do you know what, what I mean by she that? She got that high angle. Yeah, where I was like, oh, this girl's fine as hell. And then I went on the date and I was like, this is not the person on this profile picture. And we went on the whole date and then she started like talking to me about what it meant to be a black man. She was a Jewish woman. And uh, I was like, okay. And then we went back to the place that I was staying at. This is also in Berkeley. That's the only time in my life I really like went on dates. So don't date in Berkeley. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> uh, and then we went back to my place. And she kept inching towards me the whole time. And I was very clearly like, I'm not trying to have sex, bro. Like, especially not here in this apartment. But, like, then at the end of the date, she was like, this is usually how dates end. And she grabbed my head and pulled my head in and kissed me and then left. And I never hit her up after that. Like I was like, one, she grabbed my head, and I'm I was taller than her. Like this is a this was a small woman, so she reached for the head. She wanted her like mo- her movie ending, like yeah. her her first date. She said, "This is how dates should end," and she grabbed my head and made me kiss her. Fuck, I'm sorry that happened to you. It's all good, man. You know what I mean? Like I bounced back. You know I'm here now. You know I don't know where she is in her life. I don't know who else have fallen victim to her games, but I survived and I'm moving forward. Yeah, I hope she learned from that and stopped doing it. I don't it. think she did. I think she's just got better with technology. You know what I'm saying? Like back then she could only use angles. Now she has the power of Photoshop and Instagram filters. Like she's unstoppable. <laughs> she is. From your worst day, Edgar, uh, if I gave you all the money in the world yeah. for any date for 24 hours, what would you do on this date? Oh, I'd go to Paris. All right, what you going to do? How are you going to spend this money? Oh, that, well, here's how I'm going to spend the money. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do in Paris, but here's what I'm going to do is I want to ta- ask someone. I want This is something I've always wanted to be bothered enough to do. I've always wanted to text somebody, hey, are you free? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm free. You want to go to Paris? And then they'll be like, what are you joking? I'll be like, no, 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 no. Are you free? Yeah, I'm free. Then let's go to Paris. And then taking someone to Paris on an instant. On, like, yeah. on an instant. That's what I want. 
Are you flying? Um, are you first class or the private jet? First class. So you are not, not even private jet. Nah, private jets. That the chances of crashing are so much higher. There's no, there's no, there's no corporate pressure. That's the good thing about corporations is that there's pressure to succeed. Uh, so like you know, I would, I would, I'd, I'd fly first class. You know what I'm saying? I want everyone to see see my girl stunting. <laughs> I get you. I, get you. I, had a, uh, I had a homie who came on here and said, I want to go first class. I'm buying out the whole first class. <laughs> yep. 100%. 100%. When you get to Paris, what are you going to do? See, I've never been I've never been outside of the United States before. Uh, what do you want to, like, what do you so think in your head? Ooh, go to, like, a fancy restaurant. And I want to, and I want to go to this restaurant black as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And, like, look at them and have them be like, oh, you can't eat here, sir. And I'll be like, yes, I can. Watch me. And drop a, just drop a straight hundo on the ass and be like <laughs> your finest table sir and then i don't know drink a little bit ooh walk around isn't there that place with the the locks in yeah. paris yeah where you like write your name maybe we do that bridge yeah that bridge uh ooh i would love to hear some jazz in paris okay yeah there's some jazz maybe go a little dancing and then, you know, end the night a little cheesy, looking at the Eiffel Tower. Maybe a little kiss. Penthouse wa- wa- watching the Eiffel Tower? Ooh, yeah. Penthouse watching the Eiffel Tower. Have somebody take a picture of me and my lady on uh, on portrait mode. <laughs> oh, so you got that nice. You got that nice. That I can nice use the power of the camera as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't even want like, to get a photographer. No, nah, I want to use portrait mode. Me and my friends, we have a we have an iPhone photo club. We need to plan another date. But we literally drove all the way to San Pedro. To uh um <laughs> to take pictures with our, with the iPhone, bro, and they look great. Let me show you; they look amazing. Well, you set that up. I'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions, real Please. quick. You know, like when you're trying to date somebody and you start playing like that 21 questions. Yeah, just I, to get that to used to be fast. that used to be the move, bro. So this is just so the audience can get to know a little bit of who you are. All right, all right. What's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, 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 probably being non-committal to something like being like wishy-washy on it. It's either like yes or no for me. Uh, w- would you survive a zombie apocalypse? No, <laughs> not you at all. Go right away. No, yeah, I'd go right away. I'd either kill myself or I'd or I would be too confident and kill myself. <laughs> uh, do you want kids? Yes. How many? One. One. I, I, I'm slowly. I've been focusing on only children lately. Looking at how they act. To like see, you know, how they live and and how how mentally stable they are, and what you could do differently to to guide that. Yeah, I, I'm looking <laughs> at good only children and bad only children and seeing the differences in how their parents <laughs> raised them. Uh, toilet paper over or under? Uh, I think mine is under. God, it's wrong. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes, 100. percent Thank you, thank you. I, I fought with Kingsley and Cali about this. We've gotten into like, I mean, they'll never fist fight, but I was very heated. <laughs> I was very heated about this. Uh, okay, fuck Mary Kill. Very problematic question, but it's on the question. So, yeah, that's all uh, right. I know. Uh, so, uh, Issa, Moesha, Joan. Who's Joan? Joan from uh, Girlfriends. Mm. Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be real. I'll probably kill Moesha. Okay. I would. I would fuck Issa, and I would marry Joan. Molly going to be mad as fuck. Molly's going to be mad, <laughs> but I didn't say I'd marry her. <laughs> if I if you had one unconventional superhero power, what would it be? Or oh, su- I, I, I know this off the top of the dome. It would be to learn something by just watching someone do it. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, no, I, I watch a lot of heroes. Okay. All right. So, uh, Edgar. I've been real cool, and I you've done amazing, and mm-hmm. I haven't asked you any sexual questions this whole time. Yeah. I have a little fortune teller, or okay. some people call it a coochie catcher. All right. Let's see. Just pick one. Okay. Face, cheeks, mouth, or thighs? Thighs. All right. What excites you? Money, candles, text, or slow? Text. Just... All right. What scares you? Music, sex, DMs, or rough? What scares Ooh. you? Say them again. Sex, a rough DMs or music. DMs. All right, I have two questions here. Yeah. Uh, top or bottom question, or both. Top or bottom? Yeah. 
Oh, top, both the, questions. Uh, all right, first one. Do you like giving and or receiving uh, oral sex? One hundred percent. Both. I I prefer I prefer giving it because I mean I'm just gonna be real. You know, ain't a lot of people who've been excited to service my penis, and that's all I'll say about that. But you like giving. I do like giving. All right. The second question is: Do you like role play? I do enjoy role play. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done? You don't have to say with who. Oh uh, man! I mean, look, man. I'll just be honest with y'all. You know, <laughs> let's just say it was problematic, and that's all. <laughs> let's just say <laughs> it was problematic, I'm not ask bro. Any <laughs> it was problematic and disrespectful to history. Let's just say that. <laughs> all right. So I've uh, I've been. Uh, Write down some of your uh, answers from before mm-hmm. So I can play bash with your answers I'm about okay. to decide the rest of your life Alright let's do it But all I need from you Edgar is uh, Two modes of transportation What cars do you What are your dream cars Oh are, man uh, It's very easy Nissan 350Z nice. uh, And then the other one is not very cool It's a Fiat 500CE <laughs> It's an affordable very good car Alright producer Brandon I need two cars Ooh. And one more. Uh, how about a Vespa? Mercy. And all right, Edgar, I just need you to tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Well, I tell you your answers. Uh, Producer Brandon, do you have a question for Edgar? Edgar, you strike me as like geek adjacent. Are you? Are you geeky? I'm very geeky, my man. Okay. I'm very geeky. What's your What's your What's your guilty pleasure? Are you I'm I'm a film geek, I'd say. Okay. I'm a big T V geek. Probably more T V geek than film nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your favorite show on right now? My favorite show on television right now at this moment. Probably on air. I really like the show Corporate. Okay. I really like Detroiters. Uh I love Atlanta. Uh I'm also like I'm a geek for writers. Okay. Like uh something that I've noticed that I do that is very geeky and my girlfriend calls it out a lot is I'll pause the credits on a TV show and look at who wrote the episode and follow them on Twitter and like I'll just like worship everything that they say and stuff like that I love reading about writing I check deadline every day so yeah I'm a big like television writing geek more specifically but I used to be really into into comic books growing up used to be really into anime and video games probably still one thing that I geek on like I'm into all the new releases I'm playing Red Dead right now just got to the epilogue and whew, oh boy, it's a good story on that one. Big you haven't got into fan. that yet, huh? No, no, I'm a video game poser. I buy games like I bought the new Spider-Man game. Was super excited. I think I played it maybe 20 minutes. Bro, you gotta play the whole thing. Yeah. it's so good. I finished it before I was like I have to finish. I I rushed through it to beat it so I could get Red Dead so the yeah, day it dropped. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Well, Edgar, I have your results. All right, let's do it. All right, so for everybody knows that MASH is Mansion, Apartment, Shack, and House. Mm-hmm. All right, so the potential loves of your life, I have Berkeley, mm-hmm. the one who moved your head, who kissed you. Oh, that's the love of my life? Yeah, <laughs> or possible. Oh, possible. Um, or Marche. Okay. Liberty. Mm-hmm. Anna. Yes. For a possible number of kids, I have six, one, zero, or eight. Okay. For modes of transportation, we have Nissan, mm-hmm. uh, the 1976 Suburban, mm-hmm. the Fiat 500, mm-hmm. and the Vespa. Okay. Uh, Edgar, who do you think you ended up with? I mean, I hope I ended up with Anna so I don't get my ass beat when I go home. <laughs> How many kids do you think you ended up with? I think I ended up with six because that's just the kind of draw that I have is that I'm going to get a high number. And what kind of car do you think you ended up I with? I think I ended up in the Nissan 350Z. I think that was the one thing I did successfully land on that I wanted. And uh, other than Anna, other than uh, what's your mansion apartment? Uh, mansion apartment, shack, and house. What do you think? You uh, I think I ended up in a house. Okay, you got one of those right. Oh damn! You and Anna have eight kids. I did get Anna. Yeah, mercy. Have eight kids. Mercy. And you got you guys take your eight kids and your Fiat five hundred. Oh, that's not. Do you know what a Fiat five hundred looks <laughs> yeah. like, bro? <laughs> I got. I don't take no eight kids in that car. Back to your shack. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really get on her? Or are you being kind? No. Damn, bro, she gonna be mad as hell now. She gonna be like, you should have not got me and got better other things. <laughs> but no, you fucking did amazing. Thank you so much, Edgar, oh, for, thank you for taking time for to do this. Me. Of course, man, this was very fun. I hope that 
you learned a lot about me as a person. You opened up so much, and oh. I'm fucking thankful that oh, you didn't have to. Oh, no, of course. I love doing this shit. Um, do you have anything you want to promote? Your podcast? Uh, yeah, please check out Culture Kings. Uh, check out uh, Sad Boy Edgar. You can find all that on my website, edgarmobazier.com. Um, you're... Uh, you're on Leroy. I'm on Leroy. Come check us out over at UCB Monday, Thursdays, or Fridays. You know what? Go ahead and check out Anna's Comics, too, at Bad Comics by Anna on Instagram. Uh, and don't go to my Twitter. Don't go to my Instagram. Leave me alone on social media. I want to talk <laughs> about Nickelback without being bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Edgar. for oh, yeah. uh, Edgar, do you have a song you want to dedicate to your crush? Or? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. Uh, I thought about this a lot. I would owe oh, my fault. Oh, I did it again. It's Hold fine. On. I gotta go and look at the name. This is dedicated to, to uh, <laughs> Edgar. You being dumb as hell right now, <laughs> but it's funny to me. This is your podcast. I'm just here to facilitate you and your message. All right, all right. I want to dedicate the song "Too Deep" by Division DVSN to uh, 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 Anna. Too deep. Mm-hmm. Going out to Anna. Um, Everybody, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Crushing It. I'm your host, Robert. Follow us at Crushing It Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Robert, R-A-H-H-B-U-R-T. And we have a website called tellusyourcrush.com. So just, you guys, do me a favor. Send us to a friend. Thank you, Edgar. Thank you, you guys. Uh, crush on yourself. I got a crush on you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.